know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. Welcome back to Harvest. This is Lee. This is Sierra. And we are so glad to be back with you today. We um, took some time off. We've been sick. <laughs> um, we have lots of kids wrapping up school years and then kids getting sick. All the things. So we're just happy to be back in the closet. We'll be honest, we're not 100% yet. The team is not <laughs> fully back, but we're here because we missed you guys and we've gotten some DMs with y'all missing us. So thanks. Yeah, seriously. It felt so feel, sweet. Yeah, it makes us feel super loved. Um, and we're just going to be chit-chatting in the closet. Um, no special guest today. It's just us. You're welcome. <laughs> Hey y'all, thanks for joining us today on Harvest. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. And come hang out with us on Instagram. And as always, thanks for listening. Okay, so here's the deal. Sierra asked a very good question on Instagram this week. Oh yeah. About what you want to know about us. And for to take place of to take place of the icebreaker. The icebreaker. Yeah, we're just gonna you know, we're just gonna be like, hey, what do you want to know? Yeah, we got some really good feedback mm-hmm. <laughs> from a friend the other day, and they were like, hey, let's stop calling it an icebreaker. Let's, yeah, let's, the people want to know. The people want to know. So, you want to know about, about periods? About <laughs> our periods? <laughs> not 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 just one person. Yeah, a few people. Asked us to tell our first period story. It's weird and wonderful, and I love it. Mostly I love (laughs) it because I feel like I... I I mean, I grew up an only child, so I didn't have anybody to talk to about this stuff. (laughs) Except my friends, and we didn't talk about this stuff. We did not talk about this stuff. No. And polar opposite, I grew up with two sisters, so I was very, very much aware of periods and promises. I think my husband (laughs) grew up knowing more about periods than I grew up. Because he had sisters. Yes, he's got two sisters. That stuff just doesn't weird him out. Um, okay, so, are you going to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, so, okay, so I, so it was basically how our period started. <laughs> I, when I was making that sound, I just looked up and Leanne's face was like full panic. It was like, why are you doing that? Like, when is this going to end? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. because okay. your head was down. I couldn't make eye contact. Yes. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, okay, so more specifically, you asked about us starting our periods. Like Yes, the very how, first time. The very first time. So my mom and one of my mom's friends got me and one of my friends together and gave us a, like, a pamphlet about starting periods and some pads. I love that. And they're like, read this. Let us know if you have any questions. And I'm like, this is mortifying. I have no questions ever. I ever love that she brought a buddy. Ever. I know. She was like, <laughs> She's like hey, I need some backup. <laughs> uh, your daughter's going to start soon. My daughter's going to start soon. Um, period buddies? Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
And so it was like a five minute conversation, and then we never talked about it again. That's hilarious. Until much later. But I was expecting just pre- if you're a man, just skip the next five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> just go ahead and skip through. You don't want to know about our first periods. Um, but I think it's fun. So I was at home. I had a friend spending the night and she was still asleep and I woke up and I like hopped out of bed to go into the kitchen to get something to eat. And I feel something exit my body <laughs> into my underwear. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Nothing I had read or spent any time, the very little time that I spent reading that pamphlet, came to my mind. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so I rushed to the bathroom, <laughs> ripped down my pants to get on the toilet. Y'all, this is so gross. Stop. <laughs> and this blob <laughs> bounces out of my pants and onto the floor. Is is awful. It's a blob. Such a blob. It was like a baseball size blob. Oh my gosh. Probably not a baseball. Okay, a I'm like ball. actually that sounds super. It was scary. big, and it was gelatinous. Okay. <laughs> to find my mom she's mowing the grass I'm like running across the yard in my pajamas and she's like what 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 and I'm like something fell out of me and she was like oh you started your period I'm like this isn't that like it's not that it's like solid she's like did you poop I'm like no I didn't poop it's she's like asking me all these colors and she's like yeah that's your period I was like no no this is not this is not what this is I cannot live the rest of my womanhood with this. Blobbing? Yes! Well, then it did. It, it eventually didn't blob. But that was my terrifying first period. I just feel like nobody knows your mom. Only a slight few people who watch, like, listen to this. And so they can't imagine your precious mother out there mowing the grass being like, Did you poop? <laughs> yeah, I just love Shelly so I much. I know, I know. Sweet woman. Sweet mama. Um... So I have two sisters, and so I'm. I we're a mixed family. So I have um, a brother, a sister, a sister, and a brother, and we're all within five years of each other. So there wasn't a lot of like things we didn't all know. Like if my sisters were having a period, I knew I was imminent upon that. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so um, it was not shocking to me. I knew it would come. I knew what it would be, mm-hmm. but. I was not prepared. So I was sitting in school and I think it was in seventh or eighth grade. And I was like sitting in class and I thought I peed on myself. (laughs) Which if you listen to that one podcast, you know, this is like, I got a track record. (laughs) I was 18 last time I peed on myself. So actually that's not true. It was pregnancy. pregnancy, So sad day. Um, so I thought I just like peed a little. I didn't know what was happening. And I get up and I go to the bathroom and I have, I'm obviously I had a cell phone. It wasn't that long ago. And so I call my mom. I obviously I'm like, Oh, there's blood. So I call my mom. I'm like, um, hello, <laughs> my period's here. <laughs> and she's like, Oh God. Okay. Okay. Great. Like I'll, I'll come bring you some stuff. We skipped right over pads. My mom straight brought me a tampon. Mm. And I think I got one of those stories too. Yeah. And she, she already had two kids. Right. So I think like in her mind, she's like tampons are the right. way to go. Right. Like we're just doing it. So she comes to the school, drops it off, some like um, gets it to the bathroom, and uh, I'm sitting in the bathroom stall and I'm reading the instructions <laughs> for a cardboard oh, tampon. No. Cardboard. 
No, thank you. If anybody's ever experienced that, you shuddered with me. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, just imagine cardboard, cardboard applicator. And it, was it not rounded? Oh my god, no. Ugh. Hashtag. She probably stopped at like the dollar tree. Yeah, right. She's like, oh, you know an emergency. I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. like sweet mom. She was working so hard. She did. She did her best. Thanks, Bonnie. And uh, so I'm sitting there reading the instructions, and you know they say to put your foot up on the toilet. <laughs> so I'm sitting in this bathroom stall. <laughs> And I just pull my pants all the way down, take them all the way off. <laughs> half naked in the bathroom stall. Half cool. naked in the bathroom stall. It's cool. With my foot on that nasty toilet, oh. trying to insert some cardboard. Oh. So that is that is the way that rolled. I went home and I was like, well, I went to the nurse actually, and I was like, this cardboard ain't gonna work. I can't. It's so funny. She gave me some pads, and uh, I went home and told my mom. I was like, that's not my jam. <laughs> like, that sister, hurt real help bad. Me. <laughs> so. Yes, and then my sister, actually, when, I think it was my sister Nicole, is actually the one who showed me really? how to properly insert mm-hmm. a non-cardboard tampon. There's a learning curve. Tisn't there. Yeah. I didn't use tampons for a while. I told you this last night <laughs> yes. when we were talking about all this. I, uh, we had a field trip to Schlitterbahn. I don't remember what beta or band or something that I was in, in like that middle, those middle school years. We had a field trip to Schlitterbahn, and I started my period while I was there. And I was like, what am I going to do? My mom was there with me. I'm like, Mom, I started my period. We're at a water park. And she was like, okay. I'm like, what do I do? She was like, put a pad on. And I'm like, we're at a water park. <laughs> she was like, I don't know what you want me to tell. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm like, help me out. I mean, we're at a water park. I can't wear a pad at a water park. And You're like, like, I don't want to spell it out. Mom. I know. I'm like, please offer me a tampon. I do not want to ask. And she's like, do you think you need a tampon? I'm like, for the love. Yes, please. <laughs> and so she gives me one or maybe a box. I don't remember. And so I go into our hotel room, which I was staying with. I can remember I was staying with Carly and Katie and somebody else. I can't remember the third person. And they're all ready to go out and go to the water park. And I'm like, freaking out trying to figure out how do I use a stinking tampon. Reading that insert. Mm-hmm panicking because I'm like if I don't get this right I'm in a bathing suit like totally a lot is on the line here a lot is on the line middle school a lot boys on on this field trip girls on this field trip everybody on the field trip and I can just remember them being like come on let's go and I'm like I don't know how to work this how do I work it I was like freaking out in the bathroom eventually I got it seriously it's it's not like, you, you think, like, reading these instructions, it would be more simple. But I know. Here's the thing. It's, okay. Well, you have a daughter. Yeah. When she's, like, 12 or 11, you need to, like, pack her up. She yes. needs to be prepared every day. Yes. And I think you don't spend a lot of time thinking about things that go inside your vagina up until the point where something has to go inside your vagina. So you're like. you're right. You know what I mean? You're like. Yes. This goes in there. Like, why? How? How? Where? <laughs> you where? Know? Exactly. Like. So I think, you know, Maybe a good preparation. lesson. Young. Ish. Yeah, youngish. I mean, yeah. girls should know their bodies. Yeah. There's like a lot going down, down there. Truly. <laughs> truly. Truly a lot. Truly. Um, Don't let your kid get to college and not know. That they're ovulating. Or that they, you know, have three parts going on down there. Or that you can actually track a period. Yeah. We talked about and this too last ovulation. night. You can track those things. You don't have to be at Schlitterbahn unprepared. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Not you and Man, Shelly. There's a zero, there is zero excuse these days. Zero. Get you an app. app on your phone. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. And those of you who are married, I saw this the other day. 
Um, somebody made an Instagram story and they're like, why don't period apps sync? I would really like to know when my wife is going to start. And so, you know what we do? Ryan downloaded the app. We don't sync it. I just put it in there. Like, mm-hmm. and mine is very regular. And so he always gets notification like three days out. Period day is coming. And he's like, oh, yeah. tread lightly. Yeah, bring the flowers and the chocolates. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like another one. Ovulation day is coming. He's like, yes. <laughs> Girl's about to be a boss. <laughs> Girls about to be a boss. I get in Boston mode. We we do not share the the period no? app. We don't. But also because I've been pregnant for two years. Oh well, yeah, you needed to. Now I'm breastfeeding, and so, I still haven't started yet. So praise the Lord. But when that day comes, I will once again re-download my app. That's right. And sync it back and up. Download it to Ethan's phone. Right now, it thinks that I haven't had a period in like a thousand something <laughs> days. It's like. 545 days it really is after this i'll show you it's like (laughs) it's like so many days i think it's broken (laughs) i broke i broke the app it's like we're stopping your body's broken seriously well so those are the the, that's what the people wanted to know our first period story that's fun yes that was really fun i totally and i was like this is things i never thought i'd be talking about out loud seriously it's also kind of funny because when we meet y'all specifically at church Yes. And maybe we're just meeting you for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know a whole lot more about us than... Mm-hmm. We know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> about you. <laughs> it's very one-sided. Yes. Like, like just even on a basis level, you know our names. Yeah. We do not know yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I so know. it's been... I've actually really enjoyed getting to meet um, some people that I have never met yeah. before. Like, one person was like, I knew you by your voice. And yes. I was like... That's fun. That's weird. <laughs> Not that you knew me by my voice, but that, like, people listen to this podcast. I think I in my brain, I'm like, nobody listens. It's fine. But it's people actually listen. And... So thanks for listening. And thanks for missing us. I know. That was, like, such a... That's special. Yeah. It was, like, such a sweet thing because we were, like, cool. We un- unexpectedly had to take a vacay. And so it was a good... It was some good time off. Yeah. It didn't feel like three Fridays went by. It did not. Well, it felt long for me. Because, you know, I've literally been sick since uh, we recorded with Dylan. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got sick that day. Since before. Well, we I wasn't sick before. Remember, it was Abel. Oh, no. You were sick. Mm-mm. Really? No. Here's what happened. I had some friends at my house, mm-hmm. and they were sick as mm-hmm. it was going around. Mm-hmm. They all left, and mm-hmm. I had texted y'all that day, though. I was oh, like, yeah, yo, right, this right. is what's happened. Ryan was sick. Weird with something weird that day, too, remember? Oh, I don't. Okay. But I just remember we recorded with Dylan, and mm-hmm. then we all went home, and mm-hmm. then by that night, by that evening, I was, like, trashed. And then the next day, you woke mm-hmm. up sick. Yes, 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 yes. So it's been since then, and I'm still trying to recover. Work. I just don't remember. It feels like an eternity ago, but also not. Yeah. So I think I've just literally been counting down. I'm like, day 28. <laughs> Still sick. Day 35. Need some vitamin C, maybe. <laughs> I've been juicing. That's good. To try to help. Anyway. Well, big news. We need to buy an interface. We get to buy an interface. Okay. Huge y'all, news. Do y'all even know what that is? Because I didn't know what it is. Yeah. Basically, y'all funded microphones, mm-hmm. headphones, mm-hmm. cables. Because mm-hmm. all that stuff has to plug in. All that stuff has to plug in. And... An interface, interface, which that is like, we didn't even, we didn't even know we really needed one of those. Mm -mm. We're like, we just need some mics and some headphones so we can like. Yeah, we thought we'd plug it into my phone. Or computer (laughs) or something. (laughs) Apparently that is not how this gig works. So we get to buy an interface. So we're excited. Y'all be praying that we buy the right one. It feels big and responsible and. Very profesh. Like we can mess it up, but Mm -hmm. I have faith in us that we won't. 
think it'll be great. One of us needs to have that face. So, <laughs> if any of you know you. how to use an interface, DM us. We could use some lessons. Yeah, if you're super sound savvy. Savvy, that's right. Let us know. Rachel Schober, talking to you. We are not. <laughs> um. Okay, so we bring you periods and promises. Periods and promises. That's right. That so, is the title of this podcast. Yeah. Um. We just wanted to. We're like wrapping up a whole season. Well, mm-hmm. with harvest, but also with like just the semester yes. being over. It feels like every every May is a reset. Um, we're wrapping up ministry and church always looks a little different at the yeah. end of May and small groups always look a little different at the end of May. Obviously schooling looks so much different at the end of May. Um and so we're wrapping up a whole a whole few months of life. Yeah. And we just wanted to kind of share with you guys some reflection about what the Lord has been doing um to carry us through yes this past season so that's what we're gonna do periods and promises you want me to go first that was in my head (laughs) yeah (laughs) um maybe we need some background music periods and promises periods and promises it feels like a like a really good track song Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's reminding me of a tv show that we used to watch that had really awkward songs on it (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) Okay. okay so um I was recently sitting with some friends and we just kind of all were just chatting and one of them asked like, what, um, what like wins do you have after Mm -hmm. your first semester of homeschooling? And I was like, well, you know, I mean, we homeschooled yeah, and I didn't quit. No. Which I kind of thought like going into it this in January, like we'll probably all be done by spring break. They'll be done with being at home. I'll be done with them being at home. And we'll just go back to public school. And we gave it our best shot. And that's just not for us. Um, I wouldn't say I was hopeful for that. I was just trying to have like a realistic yes. expectation of. Yeah. Based Healthy. on. Yeah. Based on how virtual school went last year. <laughs> <laughs> Which that was not a fair. That's not a fair judgment no. for what homeschool is. So. Um, but when our boys asked to be homeschooled. Of course I'm like. Uh, you sure? I don't know that you know what you're asking for. I need to talk to Jesus about this because I do not want to commit to this just because you asked me to. Totally. If I'm being 100% honest. And the Lord, um, I felt like he told us, like, you're not going to regret pulling them in close right now. And so I'm like, you are right. We will not regret pulling them in close. No matter how long this season is, we don't know how long we're going to homeschool. But our oldest is almost 13 insane insane and me remembering back to my middle school years are the years that i pulled away the most mm-hmm. actually it was like probably seventh eighth ninth tenth grade and then i left for college my 11th grade year after my 11th grade year so i pulled away and then didn't really come back in until i was in college and i just missed right. home so um i'm like okay lord like we won't regret pulling them in close so i was telling my friends i'm like it feels like a win that we did it and that i won't say that we didn't have bad days like homeschooling three boys trying to get everybody on the same page that's it's sometimes not very fun but I think what brought me through that is like the Lord said we wouldn't regret it so even on really really yucky bad days I'm like we're not gonna regret this time you know and and on the great days we're not gonna regret this time and so just was able to stand on that promise from him yeah Um, and the second story I have that I want to share with you guys I want to preface with this is not me giving medical advice. 100%. I am not a doctor. I do not have opinions for other people. Right. When it comes to how to medicate or not medicate your children. Um, 
I have opinions yes. <laughs> about all of yes. that stuff, but they're for <laughs> us. They're for me and my family. Um, and so this is no way me, my story about what has happened with our children this semester is not in any way, um, meant to suggest it's what you should do right. or make you feel a certain way about your choices. Like it's right. just my story with the Lord. So is that, is that a fair? That is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the second big win I felt like for us specifically was that we've had, we had one, one kiddo on ADHD medicine for almost two years. He was in public school. He was not making good grades. He was all over the classroom. Like he's just active. Mm -hmm. And the teachers were like, we know he can do better. He is smart. He is a bright boy, but we are not getting that. So we think, you know, what do you think mom? I'm like, we probably need an evaluation. So we went down that road and asked the Lord, like, is this what we want to do? And we got a lot of counsel from people. And some people said, no, definitely don't do it. And some people said, do it and see how it goes. And ultimately we just felt like we didn't get a no from the Lord. Right. Like no red flags. And so we put him on medicine in in a day, it was better night and day. I've never seen a child go from do a 180 like that. And I'm like, this is amazing. Not only were his teachers saying, he is doing really well. This is the boy we knew we had. We just couldn't yeah. access him at home. Yeah. He was treating his brothers better. He was minding quickly. He was not arguing with us. It was like he was a different child. I'm like, I needed this. I yeah. And I at the end of the day, you know your kid doesn't want to misbehave. Right. And so I'm like, this is good. This is like this feels like winning all around. Um well, we had a second kiddo that the teachers were kind of saying the same thing. And so I'm like, okay, well, we've been down this road. We'll go ahead and get an evaluation. Um, started him on medicine. Different kid. Same thing. Teachers yeah. were emailing me day of. Wow. We can tell a difference. Great job, mom. Thanks for your help. Well, then two weeks in, he starts having like major, major OCD behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like stuff that no child should be. It felt like it was tormenting him. Totally. I mean, he is like crying, throwing himself down in fits because he can't make something straight enough. Yeah. Which is heartbreaking. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. I called the doctor. He's like, nope, take him off it. We'll find another one. Perfect. Put him on the second medication, turn him into a zombie. We had six kids over at our house one day to all play. I'll say this. Six other children, like yeah. not just my children. Um, and this, my, my kiddo who had been put on the new medication just walked, paced our house in circles for like four hours, not playing, not really talking, wouldn't give me right. a straight answer. And I'm like, yeah, don't like this medicine either. Like, yeah. this is not okay. And so, um, I'm like, we're just taking him off of it. And then, you know what? I'm already homeschooling two children. We'll homeschool a third and we'll bring right. him home and Nobody needs to worry about it. And that's basically what I told the school, too. I'm like, I'm not willing to put him on more medication with more side effects when I can't watch him right. through the day. <clears throat> and so he's been doing great at home, too. Well, then um, I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, like, when I was praying for one of my, my oldest son who was on medication um, for two years, I felt like the Lord was like, this medicine is even though it's giving you the benefit, like the benefits that you want, it's squashing his ability to have some self-discipline in the area of self-control. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, but he is so self-controlling when he's yeah. taking it. But I'm like, I don't want him to have to be medicated his whole entire life to have self-control. Right. Like, that is a fruit of the spirit. I want him to learn. I mean, that's something we all have to learn to do. Right. But like, like, 
that's what I have to do every day. Yeah, like, I make a choice every day. It's like you have to fight the flesh and yes. really walk through that. Yeah, and so um, I'm like, okay, Lord, like, does that mean we take him off medicine? Yep. I'm like, oh, okay. you sure? <laughs> like, can I send him back to public school and take yeah. him off medicine? <laughs> no, but we did. And here's the deal: it we did it. Yeah, and he is good. Like, we have bad days. We have days where we are, like, majorly talking about what it means to have self-control. Yes. About how we speak to each other, about how we act towards one another, how we treat our things versus how we treat people. Mm -hmm. Like, lots of those conversations. But all of those are conversations that are building into him a foundation of how to have self-control. So, those were my two wins. And why'd that feel like a win? Okay. So here, thank you for asking. I was praying about that on Sunday at church. I'm like, why did that feel like, why do these feel like such a win? And it's because the Lord gave us very clear directives about it. And so it's like, just to recap, directive one was pull your kids out of public school. Yeah. You're not going to regret pulling them in close. Pulling them in close. Yes. And then directive Directive two, two, take them off medicine. He needs needs to learn learn. self-discipline. Yes. There's like, yes. So those are the two things that we... We stood on. I stood on. Mm-hmm. Um, very clear words from the Lord. Very clear. Like, this is not... It was not just a fun idea. Right. Or a good idea. Or just, like, a, like a notion in your heart. Like, it was just very clear directives That's from right. the Lord. That's right. And so I think that is why this year felt like such a win. Because what I'm saying is, like, if the Lord gives us a directive, that is what we hold on to. That is our anchor for when Mm -hmm. things hit the fan because they will right like crap hits the fan all the time (laughs) right (laughs) like we i'm like this was not an i wouldn't classify homeschool as an easy easy year Mm -mm. but i would classify as an overall complete win because the lord sustained us and i think he sustained us because he gave us a word and he's not going to give us a word without bringing us through Mm -hmm. you know it's in scripture that is in scripture actually So Numbers twenty three nineteen says, God is not a man that he should lie. He said, whoa, lost it. Uh, has he said and will he and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make good? I'm like, absolutely not. That's not who our Lord is. Mm-mm. Like, if he says it, he's going to do it. That's right. If he calls us to it, he's going to bring us through it. I heard that. Preach, right? Tell me again, girl. If he calls us to it, he will bring us through it. Won't he? Won't he? So... I think that sometimes in our minds we we can convince ourselves that if things are going bad, then maybe we misheard the Lord. Right. Or maybe we made the wrong choice. Because if we heard the Lord, and if he is good, then we should feel good in the choices right. we're making. Which Wrong. It's wrong. That's right. Like, that's... <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. That's right. right. Wrong. Wrong. Are right. you following us? Yeah. Are you jiving with what we're saying? <laughs> um, I hope I'm articulating it clearly. You're doing a great job. So I think that... I was telling Sierra last night, I'm like, I think here's the deal. Like, the stuff that we feel, like, um, untethered or unsure or things are just not going well and so we're feeling overwhelmed or frustrated or overly, like, worried or anxious about, Mm -hmm. I think we really need to ask ourselves, have we sought the Lord for a word about this? Right. You know? And if we haven't, then we should. Because he's faithful. Yeah. That's the thing. He's going to give us an answer and then he's going to do it. Yeah. Whatever that answer is, he is going to do it. Yes. And, and he has, like, he has an opinion about all the big things that, like, in the little and things. And the little things, Like, yeah. he, he has, like, a, a thought and, and a path, yeah. you know? So, like, if your kids are in public school, maybe ask the Lord, do you want them in public school? Yeah, if that's not something you've prayed about, 
ask right. him. Like, if it's just something that you just, just did, yeah. because that's, like, what felt right, what right. was, like, what was in for your family. Yeah. Or maybe you're just in a season of, like, maybe you're working, and you've been, like, struggling with, like, not wanting to be at your workplace. You mm-hmm. want to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, ask the Lord. Like, Lord, what do you what do you want from me in this? Yes. Like, and if he gives you a word... And if he gives you the answer, then he will see you through it. That's it. And like, like exactly what you were saying, like, and it, it may not be the easiest choice and it might not be easy day in and day out. And it might not feel like the win of your lifetime. Right. But you can like bank on the Lord sustaining you through that. Totally. That's so good. Totally. Not what I was saying. I'm just reiterating what you were saying. What you said was good too, girl. No, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm not repeating it for myself. I'm like, that's so good. Like, it might not feel like a win, but the Lord can sustain you through it. Totally. Because if he said it. Will he not do it? Will he not do it? Like, why would, why would a good father tell us to do something and then leave us astray? Right. It's like that scripture says, like, well, he doesn't trick us or treat, you know, trick or treat. (laughs) He doesn't trick us. He's a good father. Yeah. He's not going to be like, hey. Look at this. You want some bread? Snake. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. (sighs) So good. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what the Lord's been doing this summer or not this summer, but this spring for us. Yeah. And mine's, I don't know if mine is a promise because I don't actually think that this scripture is rooted as a promise. I think it is just, um, what's the word? It's not a promise. It is just like a, like a directive. Yeah, like train your way, train your children up in the way that they will go. They will not depart from it. I think that is a promise. I don't think it is. Really? Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't think he's promising you that if you train your children, like, up in the way that they will go, they will not depart from it. I think he's saying, if you train your children up in the way that they will go, they will not depart from it. I think, like, that means if you train them up to be heathens, guess what? They heathen. Yeah. And I think if you um, train them in the way of the Lord, like, they'll always have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they will always and forever choose to walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a promise. I think it is a, like, a, a statement, like a like a fact statement. Maybe? I, yeah, maybe. I think that what the promise is is that that knowledge never leaves them. They have a choice to make at the end of the day. Right. But, like, when you when you poured in your life to the, those kids, like, when you're pouring in a foundational source that, like, Jesus is the only way. Here are the truths that we live by. Here are the directives. Here are the promises. Regardless of their choices, I think that he's saying, so, like, that's always in there. Like, that knowledge will not depart from, like, they'll not depart from that knowledge. They may make choices. You know what right. I mean? I don't know. So maybe I don't hear it as a promise. I just hear it as like a... I think it's a directive. This is the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Do this and read this. And this is what will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because in my brain, I'm like, a promise is like, I promise you. Yeah. (laughs) If you... You know, so maybe maybe it is a promise. I think... I don't know. I'm not a theologian. I know. We're not, obviously. Uh, Obviously. But (laughs) um, I I don't hear it as like a... I don't know what we'd think of as a promise. I, I hear it as like... This is what's going to happen. Train your ki- train the way you train up your kids is mm-hmm. like the way that they will go. Mm-hmm. And so we had this like really sweet opportunity to go to staff camp um a couple of 
weeks ago, mm-hmm. a week ago. I don't know. I can't even tell you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and um, it was really, really sweet. I walked out one morning and I saw um, Ava Stewart. She's like got a little book out um, about the Holy Spirit. And she's up before her family. She's like out in the cafeteria just like reading this book about the Holy Spirit. And uh, yeah. And I was just like. When I saw that, I thought, how precious Mm -hmm. is this? Like, here she is, just reading her Bible. Like, well, it wasn't a Bible, but it was a book about the Lord. And I thought that was really sweet. Spending time with Jesus. Yes. You're like, you want that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, Mm -hmm. and, but that is because her parents, like, she's, like, seen this in her parents, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I mean, we know the stewards. Yes. They're two incredible humans who are fully and just over the moon devoted to the Lord. And so she's seen them time in and time out, like, being trained. Yeah. She's been trained yes. by her parents just in the way that they've lived their lives. And <clears throat> and I, I think I could have saved this for an episode with Mandy, but I actually asked Ava, I was like, hey, Ava, tell me three things that your parents have done for you that have um, just pushed you closer to the Lord, like mm-hmm. started your relationship with the Lord, however I phrased it. Mm-hmm. And these are the three answers that she had, which, like, really wrecked me because, like, not that it was groundbreaking. It was, actually. (laughs) Ava, it was groundbreaking. (laughs) But it was just really sweet because you can tell that, one, she spends time with the Lord, and Mm -hmm. two, this is a repercussion of watching her mom. Yeah. And um, that was really precious to me. That was, like, ministered to my heart. Yeah. And so, um, Ava said, (laughs) she said, here are the three things. One... You have to, um, feelings are not truth. She was like, I'm just learning this one. So you might not be able to teach it to Nora yet. She said, <laughs> but she said, your feelings are not truth. And you Toys need to know that. And say, wow, that a 13 year old girl is having those say it again. thoughts because here I am a 35 year old girl and haven't had that down for very long. Thank you. And then she said this to back up her point. She said, here's the thing, like on the scale, they might, they might be right. And they might be wrong, but they're not the indicator of what's true. So good. And I was like, freaking Ava, dude. <laughs> I was like, preach girl. <laughs> and so the question was, three things your parents yes. taught you to push you closer to the Lord. One, your feelings are not truth. Mm-hmm. And though they may be right, though they may be wrong, mm-hmm. not truth. Two, she said, you have to bring other people in that love the Lord. That's awesome. She said, you... Um, you just can't do it alone. She said that she's gotten to see and have a lot of women minister to her over her life. Mm-hmm. Like, you just cannot do it alone. And um, you just bring people in. And then third, to be a servant. That's awesome. Isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. She's like, my, she was like, our, our parents have taught us how to be servants. And um, she was like, we offer to take dishes from the table. Like, we don't have to be asked. She's like, we do these things because... Like, a follower of Christ does these things. Like, awesome. they're servants. And I was just like, bruh. That's amazing. And. She's amazing. Seriously. And so, then, obviously, my flesh took over. And I was like, what do I have to do to get an Ava? <laughs> I actually said that to Leanne in some variation. Mm-hmm. And Leanne was like, uh, you're not going to have an Ava because you have a Nora. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this started my whole trail down. I guess the promise, that's not a promise to me. (laughs) Um, But this is what started it. It's like, I don't have an Ava and I'm not a Mandy. Right. 
but I am a Sierra mm-hmm. and I have an aura. Yes. And we, and I have a walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so I started to really think about, um, walking with Jesus. And I was like, what I was wrestling through was like, how, how do you train your children? How do I in, instill this in Nora so that one day when she's 13, mm-hmm. she wakes up early to go spend time with Jesus mm-hmm. because she wants to. Yeah. And when a 27 year old mom who I'm almost 27, my birthday's coming up, <laughs> um, comes to her. That's like a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to a 13 year old for spiritual advice, I want Nora to be able to look that mom in the eye and be like, these are the three things my mom has shown me. Yeah. And I, Ava didn't have to spend a long time thinking about it. Right. She knew. And, um, that was, that, that, so that in itself is like what really stirred all this. And mm-hmm. I, and I was thinking, train your children up in the way that they mm-hmm. go and they will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. And then I just thought like, Lord, help me and protect my baby from mm-hmm. me just training her to just to just this is like what we just do right you know yes like lord help me to not just be like we just go to church on sundays because that's what we do the rules of it all yeah like help me to instill in her an overwhelming love for you mm-hmm. that wakes her up mm-hmm. because she wants to spend time with you and help me to like train her in this yes not train her in the right answer the right answer or the Mm -hmm. verbiage Mm -hmm. or like you know I I I think like sometimes and I'm not I'm not knocking these I think they're precious but we you know like when when we were first starting to pray with our children we'll do these little like um let's pray for our food Mm -hmm. thank you for our plate amen Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. there's like a rhyme I can't think of that right now but there's like these little rhymes that we say and I'm like that is just verbiage yeah that's not a like i mean that could be a real prayer in a relationship yes that's training in a religion Mm -hmm. that's training in like a different way and and so i started to really think about this i'm like lord like how like how do i do this Mm -hmm. what do we do and the uh, resounding answer was you need the holy spirit Mm -hmm. like we have to have the holy spirit to train our children in this way ava has the holy spirit Mm -hmm. We, like, we have to actually, tra- like, we have to teach our children how to have that, too. And so I think there's a lot of things that we do because we're, like, it's caught, not taught. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think there is a lot of things that will be, like, you read your Bible and you, like, you want your kids to see. You you pray these prayers at bedtime. And some of that will look like verbiage or yeah. habit. But but what you're really teaching is, is the relationship. Yes. And... Lord, help us to not miss it. Totally. You know? Totally. And that is like, that is, so that's, that's just where I'm like, I'm, and obviously you can tell I'm still processing and I'm still learning because this is like, this is kind of fresh. This just was like a week ago and I haven't stopped thinking about it. Yeah. And, and like, and like I said, it wasn't actually what Ava said, which was good. Mm-hmm. And let us all write that down. Mm-hmm. But it was that, it was a quick answer and ministering to someone twice her age yes without even a breath right you know because it's nature it's nature to her Mm -hmm. and would the lord be nature to my nora right you know like i can't make her ava and i'm not mandy right but i can i can instill this in her Mm -hmm. if i lean in on the holy spirit and and it's not just a learned behavior in my life it's an actual relationship totally 
it makes me think of like when we disciple people, how intentional we are with the process of discipling them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just, just think I'm just processing this part right now, actually. Um, but so I have like my kids who I brought home for homeschool. Yes. Because the, the Lord told me to. Yes. But I don't know if I sat them down to be like, okay, here's what the Lord said. Right. But I should have. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, we, 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 mommy and daddy decided yes, because this is what the Lord told us. He wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't regret pulling y'all in close right now yeah. to let them know like, Hey, like we prayed about it. This is what the Lord said. And this is why we're doing it. Yeah. You know, like actually Maddox, we are taking off medicine because the Lord said you needed to practice some self-control. And if he's told you and told us that you need to practice self-control, then he's going to help you do that. Yeah. Which would, I think, then push yeah. them to be like, wow, the Lord really cares about those small details. Yeah. You know, like, bring them, bring the, bringing them into that process of, like, this is how we talk to Jesus. This is how yes. we wait on the Holy Spirit. This is how we wait for his word. Yes. And a real, like, what a real application to be, like, when God says something, like, we act on it. Yeah. You know, like, mom and dad didn't do this because, like, it would be super fun and mom doesn't like public school. You know what I right, mean? Like, right, right. Or because, like, our friends are homeschooled. But right. Mom didn't do this just because we asked. Mom did this because it was, like, it was from the Lord. Yes. Because mom spends time with Jesus. Right. And mom hears from God. Right. You know? Yes. Like, that's, like... And I'm thinking the same thing for, like, even Nora. Yeah. Like, when she... I don't know if the, the Elsa dolls and all that stuff is still a thing. <laughs> oh, you know? isn't it? <laughs> but it's, like, actually, we're not going to play with these every day because, like, the Lord told mommy that... You're not a queen. You're actually, yeah. we re- we want to be like Jesus, and Jesus was a servant. That's right. You know? Yes. And how powerful those statements can be yeah. for our kiddos. Because I think that is like, when I see, when I see children grown up to be church hard, what they are missing is the Holy Spirit. Yes. They're missing, like, a deep relationship with Jesus. Yes. So, this is like, way more than I wanted to get into, but I, so I told Ethan, I think I'm having... Um, like a spiritual life crisis because, because it just hit me and it dawned on me that my whole entire life I have been trained to know what to do. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. I, I grew up in church. Thank you, Jesus, to my mom. Yeah. This is not a bash at like anything my parents did. This is strictly, I grew up church. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I, I, I've always known what to say. I've always known what to do. We went to church because that's what we did. Right. Sundays, Sunday nights, Wednesdays. When I came into college and I was like graduating from high school, I still went to church on Sundays, Sunday nights, Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I started going to the journey on Saturdays <laughs> and I went to Chi Alpha. all week. Yes. And small group. <laughs> I had something basically every day of the week and yet I didn't change at all. Right. Like my heart never once really started to change. And I was listening to this sermon. Thank you, Stephen Crawl, for recommending it. Everyone should go listen to it. It's what called it? The Temptation of Ministry okay. by um, Tim Keller. Love him. And he said this, and this was revolutionary to me. Judas was an effective minister. Yeah. Dang. Judas had his demons revealed, like, taken out of him he said you notice that none of the disciples when they're sitting around the table and jesus is like hey someone's gonna throw me under the bus tonight and not one person was like oh you know what 
is Judas. probably Judas. Yeah. Because he, like, he definitely doesn't have his crap together. Yeah, Tim Keller says no one says that. No mm-hmm. one's like, you know what? When we were casting out those demons, uh, Judas's demons didn't leave. Right. No one says, like, hey, when we were healing those lepers, Judas's leper, that didn't get healed. Mm. Nobody says that. So what does that say about Judas? He was an effective minister. His demon, he really did get rid of his demons. He really did repent of things, but he wasn't saved. Yeah. And so here's all of this rabbit trail is like the temptation of ministry by Tim Keller. Just want to say that again. Please go listen to it. I'm going to put it in our link tree. Yes. Um, But all that to say is that there is a slight possibility that if you feel like, this is coming straight from my heart right now. This is what I'm walking through. If you feel like you're in a place where you feel far from the Lord or you don't hear from the Lord, there could be a chance you're a little bit like Judas. I'm a little bit like Judas right now. And I was realizing that. Like, that all just hit me. Like, Judas Judas heard from Jesus. Judas was Jesus' friend. Judas yeah. was doing everything that everyone else was doing. Yeah. And rightly. No one, no one, it's not noted in the Bible that Judas sucked at being a minister. Right. And, but mm. the thing is, is Judas didn't have a relationship with the Lord. He wasn't yielded. He wasn't yielded. He didn't, he wasn't really saved. He wasn't really in love with Jesus. And so... He was in love with the idea of Jesus. Exactly. And he knew what to say and what to mm-hmm. do because it was taught to him. And Dang. so... Right? And that's kind of insane. And so, anyway, all of that to say is, like, this is what I want for Nora. Mm-hmm. But that starts with me, obviously. Yeah. And that starts with making sure that we have a real relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and this is not just something we're saying and we're doing and just showing our kids that's because good. that's what mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. It's because you really love Jesus and you really want to be like him and you want your kids to really be like him. Yes. And one day they'll stand before God and you don't want him to say, like, you, like I did this and this in your name and him look at them and be like, but I never, I knew, never you. knew you. Yeah. Right? Right. We don't want that. So the promise, they... <laughs> They will not depart from it. Yeah. And whatever it is, whatever that's the thing. it is. It is, yes. And Lord, would it be loving you deeply yeah. and yeah. being changed by you? So periods and promises. There we go. Man. There's our hearts poured out. <laughs> and stories about our uteruses. And stories about blobs <laughs> of uterus. Gross. Um anyways, we'd love to hear about y'all and our I mean, message us. We would love to know where y'all are at. If this challenged you, yeah, you've got stuff going on um, this semester that you feel like the Lord brought you through. Like, we know we're not the only ones standing on promises here. Totally. And y'all, for real, go listen to that sermon. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I I already copied it to put it in the link tree, so it'll be so available good. today when you listen. Friday when you listen. <laughs> Which is today? Which is today? <laughs> to be back but good to be back it is we'll see talk to you in a week